Arrived listeners, thanks again for tuning into Sin's Workshop. Hope you're having a wonderful day. So, today we're going to be talking about The Weight of Blood by Tiffany D. Jackson. I cannot begin to tell you how much I love this book. Um, I've always been drawn to Jackson's work. I've heard nothing but good things from, but of Monday's Not Coming. And I really want to read white smoke because that's more up my alley. I've skimmed uh, Monday's Not Coming, by the way, and that book, just from what I've skimmed, like, broke my heart. And I'm like, I don't think I can read this. <laughs> I don't think I'm ready for that that amount of emotion. <laughs> so that's the reason why I haven't read it. But I've heard exceedingly great things, and I think I know why. Because Jackson's storytelling is incredibly compelling. Um, and with The Weight of Blood... This is a retelling of sorts of Stephen King's Carrie. Um, in every aspect, you know, if you've read Carrie, you know that that story is written using different mediums. You know, you've got newspaper articles and then you have narrative, right? Weight of Blood, Jackson emulates that. You know, we're starting with a podcast. These are two podcasters. They're trying to do investigative work to figure out what went down, what happened um, on prom night. Was it a girl with telekinesis or was it just, um, you know, just bad luck? You know, just a strange string of events that coalesced into this. And now everyone's just blaming this, the outcast. Um, and for Maddie, Madison, it's just, you see why it happened. You see how everything just kind of culminated into that moment of just utter destruction. You know, she finally fell in love and she found someone she connected to and she's being accepted as biracial and then all of a sudden you know things happen i'm sure you know i'm I, if you're if you've seen carrie you know what happens but i liked the objective point of view that jackson used to kind of start the story they're investigating it but then you also have interviews and you also have the third, you know, the third person narrative as well as newspaper articles to drive the story forward. So you're seeing everything leading up to the event. And then you are seeing everything post the event. You're seeing how it shook this town of Springville that was so submerged in its racism that it was just a natural part of life. That they didn't think, oh yeah, having two separate proms, one for the white kids, one for the black kids, that's not out of the ordinary to all the black students it's just like yeah it's called segregation <laughs> it's backwards but you know they didn't really have the voice to really just be like hey we need to move forward from this because it was so ingrained in the culture and you're really seeing how racism can be so ingrained that you don't even realize it's racism you know it's just part of the culture in this town and it really hits you you're just like wow especially uh okay I do have to this is a bit of a spoiler and I'm sorry but I do think 
you should be somewhat warmed. Um, and I don't think it's going to take away the shock value of this. But when Jules dons blackface and it's just like, it's not a big deal. And then you have her friends like, yeah, it was just a joke. It's just like, oh my God, the white privilege <laughs> is so strong here. And then you have Maddie, you know, she is being raised by her fanatical and racist father. He just wants her to be like, you're white, you're white, you're white. You're so light-skinned, you're going to pass as white. It's just your hair, so we are going to take care of your hair every Sunday night. You know, your hair can never, ever, ever get wet. You cannot expose that you are biracial. So she had that light-skinned privilege you know she got to pretend to be white and she didn't have to suffer as much as the african-american students but it's not that she wanted to you know and you see when a lot of the characters do see her you know they're just like okay so maybe it wasn't her choice but you can do something about it now don't just le you know live and lean into your light skin privilege like honor the fact that you are half black you know respect that fact that you are half black it's a part of who you are you know i don't think anyone should be forced to hide a part of who they are whether it's your sexuality or your race or your gender i don't think anyone should be forced to deny a part of themselves because then how can we know who we really are on the inside if we are denying who we are or denying a part of ourselves? And you're seeing with Maddie, she's really coming into her own. You're, she's really exploring her power, her inner power. And this goes beyond just the telekinesis. You know, the te telekinesis is just the medium form. She's discovering her voice she's discovering a way to stand up for herself a way to stand up against her father against the bullies and whoo prom night man that was intense and you're seeing it from so many different vantage vantage points you're seeing it as it happens and then you're seeing other people's perspectives as they remember that night and you're just like this is intense it was so intense. I mean, that pacing, oh, it was so, so good. I, I loved it. And I thought it was a really an exceptionally thoughtful novel. And I did, I do think that Jackson dealt with racism in such a beautiful way. And to use, you know, a horror novel, to use kind of, not kind of, to use Carrie as her medium, you can see the love, you know, in the dedication, <laughs> you see the love and you're seeing it even more. It's just like she respected Stephen King's work, but she gave it her own identity. You know, she gave it her own spin and it's just remarkable. Um, if you're a fan of like diverse reading, if you're a fan of horror, if you are just a fan of Carrie, this is definitely going to be the book for you. I mean, whew, it was good. It's good. It's thoughtful. It's um, engaging. There's so many things I want to say about it, but even now, like I still struggle to put how I feel into words. I love it. I love this book. This is definitely a five-star read for me, and I gave it five stars. 
<laughs> it, I'm pretty sure it was nominated for the Goodreads Choice Awards, and I'm pretty sure I, nom I voted for it because it's amazing, spectacular. It makes me feel so much and so deeply. It's just so compelling. So five out of five stars. I will include links on where to purchase the book in the description of this podcast. And on that note, I hope you all continue to support me here by liking this podcast, subscribing to it, and sharing it with all your book-loving friends. You can also become a supporter on Buy Me A Coffee or Anchor FM, my recording platform. You can also support me by following me on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, whatever floats your boat. <laughs> um, I hope you all have a great and wonderful rest of your day. And as always, happy reading.